Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I this is this has jumped my mind. I promise you it's not intentional, but I endeavor to when I have a strong take on something, if I am wrong, I do my best to come out and and eat crow and say that I did not get that right. And so I thought this Super Bowl was going to be one-sided and a blowout. And I thought Kansas City, I think I said 37 to 17 on Friday's show, and I was wrong. I will give San Francisco a lot of credit. And it's funny, like you see you see a lot of different ways to attack Pat Mahomes when it comes to how you play against him. I'm not talking about uh, your defense versus his offense. The best way that you can do that is the thing I've said all show today, which is rush for with your with your uh, with your front line and then drop the other seven either six guys in coverage and one like decoy to pay attention to pat on the ground or you go ahead and just drop seven into coverage but I think what's more interesting is what San Francisco did and I kind of didn't like it I I thought Kansas City should have taken the ball given that you had Mahomes and I thought if if Kansas City had gone out on that first drive and if they had scored right off the rip I think it would have been really really tough for San Francisco to kind of get back into it. Because all of a sudden, you can't just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. It's got to be on Brock Purdy to get it done. And instead, Kansas City declines to the second half. San Francisco was able to come right out and just give the rock to Christian McCaffrey. And I actually think that's one of the guys that I, I think deserves more. You know, every year in in a loss, there's somebody that deser- deserves more of the talk then actually gets it. Like last year, Jalen Hurts outplayed Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Last year, Jalen Hurts deserved to be he was this is the rare time I've ever thought this. I thought he was more responsible for his team having a realistic chance to win that game late in that game than Mahomes did. As great as Mahomes was, Jalen Hurts was one of one last year. But like that's a guy who we quickly moved on from early in that that next show, that next week, that we kind of got back to talking about Pat Mahomes. We kind of forgot about the, the best player on the losing team. McCaffrey, I think, deserves a lot of adulation, a lot of the good words today because of how well he played. But I do think one year later, not much has really changed for the Niners because last year they ran into a buzzsaw who, who was the Philadelphia Eagles they had Brock Purdy coming off an elbow injury that he sustained in the playoffs. And I understand that that Purdy was so good as a rookie in a small amount of time that 
you thought he could be good, but you didn't know how good he could be, right? And so last year, the, the 49ers very publicly and privately flirted with Tom Brady in the hopes that Tom would give it one more go and finally play in front of his home fans in the Bay Area. And it ended up not working out. Uh, Tom stayed retired, although he admitted that he had had like a, uh, an inkling and in I think May to, to come back, but, but kind of kept it to himself. But like, there was a valid reason why the 49ers thought about going to get Tom Brady last offseason. And it was the exact same mathematic issue they ran into last night, which is you need an elite quarterback to beat an elite quarterback. You can beat, listen, I'll be honest with you, you can beat an elite quarterback with a good quarterback or a very good quarterback or a sub-elite, however you want to frame what you think uh, Brock Purdy is. But if you want to have the best chance to beat an elite quarterback, it is, at least when it comes to the kind of quarterback Mahomes is, you have to be able to get home with four guys on defense with your defensive line and and not have to blitz on every play, and you need an elite quarterback. And from that standpoint, nothing's changed one year, one year over. Like, I, I, Brock Purdy, to me, played as good of a game as Brock Purdy's ever going to play in that environment. 23 of 38, 255 yards, a touchdown, no interceptions. But you saw throughout that game, he wasn't great. I think we do this thing where because you don't have any expectations for Brock Purdy versus like Mahomes, well, I don't have any expectations for that guy, and that guy passed for 255 yards. Ergo, he was great. No, he was good. He was he was good yesterday, but across well, okay four quarters plus overtime, he wasn't good enough. The question is not, and that's maybe the best way to put it. The question is not is Brock Purdy good? I think you look at at Brock and you I see a guy who can win games in the NFL doing the same thing that he does, right? Like he's he's maybe not the best pure thrower in the NFL, maybe not one of the ten best throwers in the NFL. But he can make a lot of throws. He's not the most accurate guy. He has some he has some dying quails. He has some passes that sail on him when he tries to chuck it down the field. But he can make a fair amount of those big throws. He is mobile. He's not a running quarterback, but he's mobile. But all I ever hear with Brock is he's a, he's just an incredible he's just an incredible processor. And that makes everybody make the comparison to Tom Brady. And what I don't think people realized is, one, Tom Brady's arm talent was actually underrated for most of his career. I think you saw in Tampa Bay, at 44, that guy was slinging the rock around the yard with relative ease because he wasn't shackled by the Belichick offense anymore. The offense Belichick wanted to run. Even in that last run with New England, you saw him open it up a little bit more and push the ball down the field more than he did early in his career. So part of this is I think people have slept on how much arm talent Tom actually had and how much Tom worked to improve his arm talent. And he was about six foot four. I, I, I'm, I'm going to miss his size, but he's a big enough guy, big enough build that he could improve on that. Brock Purdy's got a below average build. It's tough to add, whether it's more miles per hour or more arm strength in general, when you're kind of a smaller guy. The other thing is, I don't think people realize Tom, when it comes to processing, is one of one with quarterbacks. Brock's pretty good. 
Brock might even be really good of a processor. But to compare him to Tom Brady simply because of they one was an elite processor and the other's pretty darn good for a young quarterback, I, I, I think people are forcing the comparisons. And I think it's all a pushback on what Ross Tucker likes to call draftism, which isn't a thing. But I'm going to tell you, one year later, nothing has changed for the 49ers. If they want to, if they want to break through this glass ceiling, they need to pay attention to the team that traded up for the number three pick in the draft for the right to draft Trey Lance. Just because that didn't work out doesn't mean you have to saddle yourself with a good quarterback. Nothing that I saw yesterday tells me Brock Purdy is an elite quarterback. Nothing that I saw two weeks ago makes me think Brock is an elite quarterback. And people conflate good stats with great quarterback play. Well, he had over 30 touchdowns. Well, you know, he didn't turn the ball over that much. Well, but his completion percentage. Well, statistically, he was the better quarterback than Pat Mahomes this year. Okay, did you watch the games? Was Brock Purdy more of a cause of success in San Francisco than Pat Mahomes was in Kansas City? Because if you watch the games, you know what the truth is. Pat Mahomes with less weapons... Pat Mahomes with a still relatively young team, especially defensively. Pat Mahomes went out there on his arguably worst season, if you want to call it that, and was more responsible for his team's success than the guy that got the number one seed in, in the NFC who plays with Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and that front four defensively. This is not – people are confusing – Brock Purdy not losing that game yesterday with Brock Purdy playing well enough to win. Or Brock Purdy being good enough to win that game nine times out of ten. It's just not. And and listen, I started the segment with this. I can start it again next year if Brock Purdy all of a sudden takes a step forward that I don't see that he has the, the gears for. If we're going to do the same thing where, well, Baker Mayfield's not good enough. And Baker Mayfield, by the way, has some more of the tangible things than Brock Purdy did. I'm not saying Baker's a better quarterback. What I'm saying is physically, Baker has more physical talent than Brock does. That's why one was the number one pick in the draft and the other was number 262 and Mr. Irrelevant. It doesn't mean Brock can't do it. It means that the path going forward gets harder and harder. And here's the, here's the number one thing that San Francisco, John Lynch, all those guys need to realize. Your window is not based off a rookie quarterback who's good when he has the best weapons in the NFL around him. Your window is tied to those best weapons. Trish McCaffrey's 28. Debo Samuel gets injured every other second. That's not a knock on Debo, but he had the hamstring in the, the Super Bowl. Brandon Ayuk is still pretty young. Uh, George Kittle getting a little bit older there. And so this offseason, when Kirk Cousins hits free agency, if he hits free agency, you it would be irresponsible with a team whose window is already closing not to upgrade a quarterback. And people say, well, Kirk Cousins not better than Brock Purdy. Watch the tape. Watch what Kirk can do and watch what Brock can do. Kirk, by multiple different uh, offensive coaches, including Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan, has been called the perfect fit for that offense, for that West Coast Shanahan-based offense. 
And I think if Kirk Cousins, and listen, Kirk Cousins is not the, in the same tier of quarterbacks that Pat Mahomes is. But last night, if Kirk Cousins is the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, a move they could have made in 2018 instead of trading for Jimmy Garoppolo at the deadline in 2017, if last year Kirk or last night Kirk Cousins is your quarterback, I don't think Mahomes gets in a position to come back and win that game. Because a better quarterback would have had you up by more than three, four, five points at any point in that game. So we can put this on Shanahan. We can. And he he owns part of it. And that that's going to be a part of his uh, narrative about Kyle Shanahan until otherwise. But it's not Kyle Shanahan. Like Kyle Shanahan, yeah, got technically outcoached by Andy Reid. That's what happens when one guy wins and the other guy doesn't. The overtime thing was overblown and reactionary and revisionist and results-based. But the number one reason why the 49ers don't have a Super Bowl under Kyle Shanahan continues to be Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't good enough to be better than a franchise quarterback, elite quarterback, when he was here or when he was there. And Brock Purdy isn't good enough now. So you can fire a defensive coordinator. You can rebuild an offensive line. You can tra- Hell, you can trade for A.J. Brown. Trade for another weapon. And the math is still going to be the same. One year later, you should have gone and gotten Tom Brady. Now, Brock Purdy's a great story. You could do a lot worse than Brock Purdy. That's not the same thing as Brock Purdy can go toe-to-toe with Pat Mahomes and five out of ten times or three out of ten times that he can beat Pat Mahomes. That... When your quarterback has his best performance he's possibly capable of and the other guy's just that much better when the rest of your team was that much better than his team, that tells you that the gap is there. And if you really want to put the whole we're going to win a title with these guys on the line with, well, but we really like Brock Purdy, cool. I like, there's a lot of people I like. I'm not, I'm not basing my career off who I like. Guys, we're talking about can you win a, a Super Bowl here? And I think... It's tough to win when you have a head coach where people there's already that doubt setting in. Because guys, if if the media schlubs are saying it, you can't tell me that guys in that locker room aren't wondering, man, can Kyle really get us over the hump? So it's already tough enough to have that question about a head coach. And three Super Bowls in and over three, one is the OC in Atlanta, now two is the head coach. I think it makes all the sense in the world to doubt whether Kyle Shanahan can win the big game. And I think conversely, like I this is this is Brock Purdy's first dance of the rodeo. But given his his build, given what he does well and what he doesn't do well, San Francisco did a pretty good job keeping him upright last night. Like I, I actually thought Kansas City was going to have a lot more success against that uh San Francisco O-line. Karloftis had a couple moments. Uh, Chris Jones had a few moments. But if you look at him, like, yeah, I think Karloftis had half a sack. I think Pinnell had half a sack. But, like, they didn't badger him the way that I thought you might have more success against a guy that's mobile but maybe not a running quarterback. And so the moments where his jersey got dirty are because he ran and he got hit. He got horse-collared on the one, which I thought was kind of a – half-ass horse collar, and then the one spot where he just got tackled by Bolton in the open field. 
But like that that dude faced not minimal, but not the kind of pressure you'd expect in the Super Bowl. That guy had uh, his running back have 160 yards yesterday, 80 of which were on the ground, and they ran the ball flawlessly to start the game. And his defense kept the offense off the field. Or sorry, the, the style of play kept the opposing defense on the field for so long that by as soon as the end of the first half, you saw guys like Chris Jones on one knee on the sidelines. So like, yeah, he was he didn't turn the ball over. That's great. Good for you. That's as good as he's going to do in that game against that quarterback. And so the the number one thing is, like, you've got a, a head coach you don't know if can win the big game. And now you've got a quarterback that I think you have to ask yourself the same thing. Because if the expectation is at any point that that guy comes out and starts throwing the ball all over the yard, like uh, Pat Mahomes, there's nothing on tape that, to suggest that he can do that. And I've seen a lot of people, a lot, and, and we have some of them on our show as guests, and you can pick out who they are. I've seen a lot of people go to bat for Brock Purdy because he's a good kid and he's a good football guy. And the one thing about football is if if they think a guy's a turd, they don't go to bat for him. But the amount of guys in the NFL, Jimmy Garoppolo was one of these guys for a half decade. He's a good-looking guy, good teammate, fun to be around, good leader. Like, those are the things that were said about Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, physically, how talented is he compared to Pat Mahomes? Well, he's a good guy. He's a good leader. He's good looking. Good kid. We we try and we try and shade the gaps because we don't just want to say the real thing. Brock Purdy is not going to win you consistently. He's not going to beat Pat Mahomes and give you a chance to win a Super Bowl. So your hopes are you get to a year where there's another Trent Dilfer looking son of a gun across the sidelines, or you get to a point where you have to upgrade. Eddie. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Hey, hey what's going on? All Nick? living the dream, buddy. What you got? 
Hey, I, you know what? I do agree with you about everything you're saying about Purdy. Purdy. Um, it, it doesn't really get any better as far as his weapons go, okay? So, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's only going to get worse. I mean, it, you know, because they're not going to be able to keep all these guys. But but the one thing I'll say, you know, I know you mentioned about the Kirk Cousins. I, I'm going to disagree with I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with that. How dare you? Um, Man, I mean, come on, man. I mean, I, I wouldn't be going after Kirk Cousins. I mean, it's like a clone. It's the same thing. The only difference is that you've got to have to give up $40 million more a year. And I am i don't think San Francisco would be in a place to do that. Um, if, if anything, you know, another thing, I'd be questioning my D-line because, I mean, you know, their defense is 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 high priced. I mean, they got three guys, probably Bosa, uh, Armstead, and uh, Hargrave, that make probably $50 million between a year between the three of them. And so you got to be thinking, like, and I know it was it was Pat Mahomes. And right now Pat Mahomes is that guy. It's, it's it's one guy and it's everybody else, but you know when you start looking at all that money and, and then uh, Fred Warner makes a lot a lot of money as well. When you look at all these you know uh, contracts that you got, you know you're gonna have to that's a, re- a reevaluation process there because I don't think McCaffrey is going anywhere. I don't believe that Debo Samuel is going anywhere. Um, Ayuk I think is up for an extension. So I mean, you know, I I, I don't I don't think I, in this situation with all these guys they got to pay and all these miles to pay, I don't think that they can even afford to get off of Brock Purdy right now. So you know, until you know, and I, I I agree with what you said because even though he didn't turn the ball over, he just looked like he was never going to win that game in the second half, and that's that's not a good feeling to be to feel like um you know you weren't going to be able to win that game. But in the same hand, the guy took him to the Super Bowl. And he on a rookie contract making like two dollars and fifty cent. I mean, so they're not they're gonna ride that out for as long as they can, you know, in my opinion. I think adjusted for inflation it's three twenty five. But uh Eddie, good stuff, buddy. Appreciate you. Um so there are there are a few things here. One, I'm gonna need you to put some respect in the name of Kirk Cousins. Um I actually and I I have not vetted this take, but and I probably should have considering I was gonna talk about Kirk Cousins today. Kirk Cousins has done the unthinkable for a decade as a starter in the NFL, which he has elevated consistently uh, god-awful teams to either a playoff team or a 500 team. And it, a, a lot of that is in Washington, but like you look at what he walked into in Minnesota. The second he walked into Minnesota, they had to rebuild that defense, and they never really did a good job at that. He also had a head coach in Mike Zimmer who might just hate quarterbacks. Mike seems like a really nice guy, but like Mike at some point started to hate Kirk Cousins, which if you hate Kirk Cousins, that's like flipping off Mickey Mouse. Like, I just don't understand it. Like, all right, you, you can, you can, like, what do you hate Kirk Cousins for? Ah, he's too nice. Ah, he's, he's got a kind smile. Ah, he's helped us win 13 games two years ago. Ah, you're mad. Ah, look what you did to the Disney franchise. Now I'm, now I'm turning over to Mickey Mouse there. But the point is, like, I think perceptionally, that's I think that is the problem with the NFL, is perceptionally we look at Kirk Cousins and say, well, he's never been to a Super Bowl, so he can't be as good as Brock Purdy. I And uh, all things being equal, if we went out there and asked 10 talent evaluators, hey, who's a better quarterback, Kirk Cousins or, or Brock Purdy? I don't think many people would be saying Brock Purdy. And if they are, I would have to really ask them about the situation Brock Purdy was birthed into, which is as good as it gets in the NFL. 
The question is not, well, is Brock Purdy, does his numbers look, uh, do his numbers look good in that system? No. Guys, he plays for the head coach you want to play for if you're going to look good in the NFL. Kyle Shanahan made Jimmy Garoppolo look like a top seven quarterback at points in his career. Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't. He was a pretty one-dimensional quarterback. The system carries a lot of the water for the quarterback. Kirk Cousins has not really had a chance to play in that situation. Yeah, he's had Justin Jefferson. Yeah, he had Stephon Diggs. Yeah, I, I can't remember if Terry McLaurin was there. No, I don't think he was. Terry was after that. He's had a good weapon. He's never had McCaffrey. He's never had Brandon Ayuk. He's never had George Kittle. He's never had um, Debo Samuel. And he hasn't had Kyle Shanahan since his second year in the NFL. I think I can just say something that bugs me. I understand the power of a rookie contract. I do. And Brock Purdy ha- being on a rookie contract, specifically a contract that allows him to not get paid for another two years. I don't even think they can start the the clock on that contract till next year to negotiate a new deal. That that gives him a lot of power in this say. I also think the question is, like, do you want to win a Super Bowl or not? Can you afford to wait till this guy's out of his rookie contract to replace him with a better quarterback? And some of that falls back on, is there a better quarterback? Like, I think Kirk Cousins and that offense, you win yesterday. But there are other quarterbacks. Like, I, I think if they had loved Justin Fields, Justin Fields would have been in the number three pick in uh, 2021, not Trey Lance. Like, I don't know. I will say that. I don't know Justin Fields is a true upgrade over Brock Purdy because what you get in physical talent, I don't know about the other side of the game and include rooting and uh, reading defenses. But if you said, do I think Justin Fields could win you a Super Bowl? Well, he's got a pretty strong arm. He is an elite runner. And I think you could build an offense in San Francisco with McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, and Debo Samuel in an RPO game that would be unstoppable. I don't know he's better, but I do think he'd be more lethal in that offense. So I understand some of this is a moot point unless a better quarterback comes available. I just think this idea of, well, he's on a rookie contract, so you got to keep him. No, that's, I understand that matters when it comes to building a roster, but when it comes to winning a Super Bowl, that should matter more. And if the answer is, can Brock Purdy win a Super Bowl with you? And the answer is no, then his contract shouldn't stop you from doing what is logical. You're not going to upgrade on Kyle Shanahan, right? Unless you want to go hire Bill Belichick, which in that case, good luck. You're, you're not going to hire, uh, unless you hire Bill Belichick, who's the or, or Pete Carroll. You want to do a three-year deal with one of those guys to see if you can win a Super Bowl. That's about the only way you're getting better than Kyle Shanahan. And more likely, you go to a first-time head coach, you're probably downgrading from Kyle Shanahan. Quarterback, if that guy becomes available this offseason, honestly, if Kyler Murray... Kyler Murray becomes available. I think Kyler Murray can win you a Super Bowl in that environment. I'd trade just about anybody not named Nick Bosa for Kyler Murray. Inner division's not going to happen, but you get my point. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.